0: This is The Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to say that we know communication is tough. We hope you've been able to incorporate the tips and strategies we discuss into your daily life. If you feel like you're still struggling or would like individual guidance, I offer one-on-one online coaching sessions for all things speech, voice, and communication. This can include public speaking lessons, which are an incredible tool to mitigate social anxiety and increase overall confidence levels. Speaking voice enhancement, if you don't love the sound of your voice on tape, accent modification to speak clearly and be heard the first time, and social skills training, which covers a lot of the things that we talk about on the show, but of course would be tailored to your individual needs and goals. On the show, we talk a lot about the content of what you're going to say. With my private coaching clients, I also focus on the delivery, how you say the thing you say, how your tone of voice can affect the way that you're coming across and the way your message is delivered. If you're at all interested in these services, please check out my website, georgiaspeechcoaching.com and schedule a free phone consultation to discuss your needs and goals. I would love to work with you. Now back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to this show. In today's episode, we are going to discuss communication with people in different stages of life. And by that, we don't mean people in different gener- generations. We will have an episode on communication across generations, but today we want to focus on those people that are your peers who happen to be in different phases of life. For example, they might have children and you're single or they might be married and you're just dating or they might have different financial status than you or they may be further in their career. What were some
1: other examples Molly? Um, Thinking about like people who are maybe still in school and someone's in their career things like that so basically relationships jobs and money different life stages in those categories.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes so Molly and I have been friends since college and we're roughly in the same life stage. I would say we're both dating, not married. Neither of us have children career wise. We've taken relatively different paths, but we still have enough in common that it hasn't affected our friendship and we're able to maintain long distance friendships and everything. But through different chapters of our life, we meet people and we're really good friends for a time, but then once that person has a baby or once that other person gets married or once that person moves across the country, then we lose touch with them or we find that we have less in common with those people. But there are plenty of friendships and relationships that work very well, even if one person is at a completely different life stage than the other. And it's a shame to lose a friend because they're living their life at a different pace than you. So just because you're single doesn't mean you can only have single friends, and just because you're married with kids doesn't mean you can only hang out with other couples with children, or just because you're divorced doesn't mean you can only hang out with divorced people. So we want to talk about strategies that we can use to make sure that regardless of your financial situation, regardless of your career, regardless of if you're in grad school later in life or something like that, you can still have friends from all different walks of life for the most
1: variety in your social life. This comes up a lot, especially with Trisha and I, because we're both 28 years old, 28 between, I feel like 20 and 40 is such a transitional period for so many people and people go at different paces. So a lot of our peers are in different life stages just because people maybe got started relationship wise and family wise early. Some people like Trish and I stayed in school longer than a lot of our friends so we had a different life stage for two years than a lot of people. This time of our lives it's so transitional it just happens that whenever whoever you meet it's most likely they're going to be in a different life stage than you and so this is such an important topic because of that because we want to highlight how to communicate with everybody. And that's what this whole basis of this podcast is. So we want to make sure that we're able to somehow make a connection and keep those connections between people, even if they're not at the exact same place as you, if they're not the same as you.
0: Yeah. And I think just listening to you talk, it also is important to celebrate that everyone is on their own journey. So as you were talking about all that, it reminded me of the fact that even though you and I graduated college at the same time, I took a year off and traveled for a year while you went straight to grad school. And so we – and then I went back to grad school. So you finished school a year earlier than me and I was still in school. And so it, my path was very different from our other friends who got married right after college, for example. Like I traveled a lot and then I went to school, went back to school, and then moved. And so it's it's just – one, it show, it's a testament to our friendship, Molly, and how strong we've kept that even though we haven't necessarily been at the same stage But also, as you mentioned, it's important to recognize that everyone's on their own journey and no one's journey is going to be exactly like yours. And so don't feel like just because you don't have the same path as everyone else, that means you can't be friends with that person because my journey is atypical to some, but then there are a lot of people that also did the same sorts of things that I did and none of my friends though, (laughs) which is interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think this also brings up a whole other new point. The comparison factor, right? Trisha could be comparing herself to those people who had babies at 18, but then those people who have families could be comparing themselves to Trisha who went traveling. And then there's that kind of animosity that factors into the communication between friendships and relationships. And it's hard to separate those. And that's something we can talk about today is how can we... I guess, first of all, be okay with our life stage and celebrate it, like Trisha said. And then how can we use that celebration and positivity to connect with others? Or even unhappiness and not be bitter if someone else is, the, has achieved
0: their goals faster than you've achieved yours.
1: Yes. But also understanding if you do want to transition life stages too, how you can connect with people in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference between being bitter over the life stage you're in compared to someone else versus I'm ready to move on to a different life stage. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about some do's and don'ts. Let's say,
0: for example, just the, the most common and easiest example is when people get married or have children and you're not there yet. So, I would even the, say like a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so single versus someone in a serious a committed relationship or married. So some general tips, regardless of another person's situation, when you're trying to be friends with them or main whether that's becoming friends with someone at a different stage for the first time or maintaining an old friendship through those different chapters, is you want to find commonalities outside of whatever that difference may be. So instead of, if you're single and you're hanging out with a married person, you're not going to spend your whole time probably talking about your dating life. Yes, you can talk about that and seek the advice of the other person. Say, oh, when you were dating, what did you think? Or if you're the married person, oh, when that reminds me of a situation, blah, blah, blah. There's definitely a lot of insight you can gain from those conversations, but it's also really important to have commonalities outside of that and to remember why you're friends in the first place so for example one of my good friends here in savannah she's married and i'm not and so and in the beginning when we first were friends i was just totally single but it didn't impede us from becoming friends because we had so many other shared interests We would talk about nutrition a lot. We're both really into nutrition and holistic healing and health, and so that's actually one of our first conversations. We have the same faith, so we talk about that a lot. We have the same friend group, so we could bond over those things. We live in the same neighborhood. We just had a lot of other things in common. And so every once in a while, it'll come up, and I'll realize, like, oh, yeah, wow, we're at a totally different point in our lives, but we're still around the same age, and we have so many other things to talk about that that's not an impediment to our friendship.
1: Yes, and I think having those commonalities and connections can help build a relationship, even if it's not like, it can build it from that surface level to a deeper friendship as well. So making sure you're finding those commonalities and discussing them and not harping on the differences between your the life stages you're in. So the fact that Trisha's not always, or when she was very single, not always like saying, only talking about her dating life, and then your friend not only talking about married life, like, that could impede the connectability, the connection between you two. Yeah. And what I really appreciate about her is when,
0: like, she does ask about my dating life, so it's not like, oh, this is just taboo, let's never talk about it, because that also would stop your friendship from being able to go to a certain level, but when she does give me advice she always says a disclaimer like oh if you if you want my input on this or not to make the conversation about me but in my experience when i met my husband blah 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 and she'll give me that sort of advice in a non-patronizing way which is a danger when you're talking to someone who is further along quote unquote not further along but in a different stage than you maybe she's thinking oh, gosh, Trisha must hate being single. I need to give her all the advice. And if if that were the case, if she were constantly like trying to get me married off, then I, it wouldn't work because I need to move at my own pace.
1: Yes, the non-patronizing factor is huge. And that shows, it's a testament to how much your friend was able to perspective take to your life stage. So she knew you weren't sitting there like, oh, man, my life is worthless because I'm not married. Please guide me to the light. Like, (laughs) it was a lot more of we're sharing experiences. And then, Trisha, when you shared or showed signs that you wanted some advice, then she was able to give that to you. And it didn't make you feel like you couldn't open up to her. And it didn't make her feel like she couldn't share about her past and strategies she's used. So it, it caused an open – I'm talking about your friendship. I don't even know this girl. But <laughs> it. I'm assuming it opened up a line of communication for you guys. Exactly. And she knows too, like sometimes I maybe don't want to talk about it or,
0: you know, then that is fine. Or maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't want to talk about her marriage and that's fine. And that's why it's important to be well-rounded in your friendship and have other things to talk about.
1: Yes. And so point number two being – Make sure you're able to perspective take how the person is feeling about the life stage they're in as well. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you're friends or colleagues with somebody who is in a different life stage than you and they feel like their life stage is better than the one you're in, that's going to be hard to maintain that friendship because then it's going to come off as patronizing to you. And if you're happy in your quote unquote lower life stage than them or one that isn't as perfect, then it's going to come off as they're trying to teach you things and they're patronizing you and and I'm so sad for you and that's never going to help blossom a relationship. It's going to stint it really, really quickly. So just making sure that you're checking in with that other person to see our, what. Are your feelings about the life stage you're in. Because people could be very single or very married or with kids and be happy or unhappy, right? Yes. And so
0: when you bring it up, like, the difference that often or make it seem like something's wrong with where they are in life, that's going to create a divide in your friendship. And that's usually why those friendships fall apart is because you think, I just don't have anything to connect with you on anymore. It's A few thoughts came to mind. So one is... I remember when I studied abroad in college and my roommate studying abroad was American as well, but we were in Italy and she was talking to me about one of her friends who had just had a baby and she was like, man, like that girl is just so boring now. Like I called her and she was just talking about what color curtains to buy and it's just so boring and yeah, that was boring for her as a 19 year old Gallivanting Europe. Like, she doesn't want to talk about the color of your curtains, but that girl also wasn't asking, like, oh, tell me about your trip. She was in her own world of, like, okay, I'm setting up my house now, I have a baby. And so I think their friendship is fine now. So it's also important to recognize that these things ebb and flow. And maybe when your friend first has a baby, you're not going to be as connected in that point, but it doesn't mean you should give up on the friendship entirely and think, well, Since they have that now, I guess we can't be as close anymore. Because you can. You just need to learn how to put yourself in the other person's position and see how you can mutually grow and learn from each other based on that situation that you're both in.
1: Yeah. So for that specific example of a friend who has a baby and somebody who's gallivanting Europe, the person who had a baby could perspective take and ask more about the person in Europe or perspective take even further and say, wow, my friend might get annoyed that I'm only talking about baby, but baby is high on my priority list and really, really important to me right now. So let me share by saying, hey, I know baby is taking up a lot of my like um, brain and my attention right now, but I promise like, I'm still thinking about you. It's just kind of getting in the way, so can you be patient with me while this is going on? And that yeah. could also be something, too, because you're right. there are going to be ebbs and flows. there's are always going to be a bumpy road with those very big life transitions too, and just navigating how to find the new normal of your friendship
0: yeah, and you just confirmed something I was saying before, which is the importance of being honest and open. Maybe the friend that just had the baby is really jealous of the friend that's gallivanting Europe. Because in this case, the baby wasn't exactly planned. And so it's important to say, maybe, maybe that's hard for her to talk about. And so she changes the subject. I mean, I'm reading way more into this one comment by this girl. But just hypothesizing different possibilities and things that can happen is, it's okay to say, look, I really care about you. I'm excited for you that you're traveling. It's a little hard for me to hear right now because I'm really jealous, just to be honest. And that's okay. Or maybe it's like, it's the opposite and to say, I... I'm so happy that you're furnishing your house. I don't really have an interest in talking about the color curtains that you're going to get. I hope, you know, but like trying to change the subject, but another, in going along the same lines of full transparency, when I was living in New York, I had just graduated grad school and I was starting a business, like building my client base in New York. And so I never had a surplus of money. But I found myself being close friends with a lot of accountants in New York City who made a lot of money. And so it was important for me to be honest with them and say, hey, I really want to spend time with you. I cannot afford to go to a $100 a night restaurant on a Friday. So I will join you for happy hour, but then I'm probably going to go home. And that way I could be honest with them so that they wouldn't feel like I'm leaving because I don't want to spend time with them. Or I would tell them, look, if I get water at the bar, it doesn't mean I'm not having fun. It means that I can't afford a $15 cocktail tonight. And with the friends that felt uncomfortable with that, they would think, oh, okay, I can't invite Trisha because she doesn't want to spend money or, oh, let's just go. I'll only invite Trisha when we go to the park and we do cheap things. But it was my better friends are the ones that were fine with me getting water. And they didn't patronize me and say, like, oh, if only you made more money. And they didn't try to, I mean, they would encourage me to like, have you considered maybe getting a part-time job, blah, blah, blah. But if I said I didn't want to do that, then they dropped it. It wasn't like, it wasn't them putting pressure on me to say, hey, can you keep up with us? We don't like hanging out with you because you can't spend any money. Which is
1: exactly the point I was just going to
0: make. It's about respecting the other person's situation.
1: Big point here, you can be friends in different life stages. So it seems like with those other people we doing, we're saying, "Wait, well, wait, but we really like you, but you just have to be in the same level as us, same life stage. So catch up and then we'll be good. But the better friends were saying things like, oh, looks like you're in a different life stage or a different life stage. Definitely still hang out with us. I can perspective take and I still can connect with you on different ways. Mm-hmm. Or it's like
0: one of our, so my friend that I was talking about earlier that's married One of our other friends who lives in the neighborhood just had a baby. And so we know that she's in a different life stage. We know that she's probably not going to be able to come to happy hour with us. We know that she's not going to go to all the parties. But that's why we'll prioritize having a wine night every few weeks at her house so that she can still participate and we get to play with the baby. And so we can still... Talk to her, and she's very good about not making the whole conversation about the baby. We talk about other things, but that's why you want to have that common ground, but also go out of your way to meet the other person's needs if it's a friendship that you care about. And sometimes it's, you know, I know my friends in New York would go to cheaper restaurants just because of me, but I appreciated that. And we wouldn't, our friendship wouldn't have been as strong otherwise. And sometimes I would spend more money on a Friday than I wanted to for their sake. And so you have to, relationships are always a give and take. And so maybe that means having a movie night more often than you want so that you can spend time with your friend who has a family, but it should be two-sided. Not one person shouldn't be making all of the sacrifices.
1: And this goes for doing activities, and this also goes for topics of conversation, too. So mm-hmm. I've had a lot of different experiences. I live in the Bay Area. I am by no means one of the biggest money makers here either, and so um, it's hard sometimes to connect with people who do make a lot of money here, kind of same as Trisha's situation in New York. So... A lot of times I find people only talking about money, only talking about stocks, only talking about investments, and it's hard for me to connect with them because that's just not where my brain space is. And so even though it might be a really important topic or top-of-mind conversation for you, be able to perspective-take who you're talking to and whether that's something appropriate to delve into or just keep surface level. Make sure you're perspective-taking about the other person's life stage and wants and needs in a conversation and how it's going to make them feel in that conversation too, because Trisha and I have been in an experience where we were all around people only talking about money and only talking about the next house they were going to buy and things like that. And Trisha and I were like, Oh cool, we're still venting with roommates. <laughs> so yeah. it made us feel really bad, and I guarantee nobody noticed. And so it was a pretty tough situation, and we ended up feeling bad because they couldn't perspective take to us. And that's fine, that that's the life stage they're in, but they weren't able to accommodate their conversation.
0: Yeah, and it's it's this something else just to keep in mind. Yes, it's okay to share about yourself, but going on along the lines of perspective-taking, let's say you're planning a wedding. I hear from so many people, like, oh, I so-and-so only talks about their wedding, so I'm not friends with them anymore. That hasn't really happened to me. I feel like the friends that I've had that have gotten married have had a good balance of talking about their wedding and other things, but imagine or like having a baby if that's the only thing that the person talks about and the other person is sitting here like, well, I'm not planning a wedding. I'm happy to talk about this a little bit, but remember to keep the ratio balanced as we've talked about in probably every episode of this podcast is you don't want to just be talking about yourself. And so if here's a tip, let's say you're planning a wedding or you're having a baby and you want to still be connected with that other person while sharing about yourself Ask for their input instead of saying, like, oh, I'm gonna go with these flowers and blah, blah. It's like, what do you think when you get married one day? What do you want? Or, oh, I'm having this, I'm having a baby. What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. Like, ask for their opinions and advice and suggestions so that you're including them in that transition as opposed to you're having one transition, they're having another transition. It's you're both making these different transitions together.
1: While being mindful of the other person's state of life because Mm -hmm. there are situations too where you could be talking about getting married and the other person just had a massive breakup. Maybe Mm -hmm. edit that conversation, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah, oh,
0: definitely. Always prioritize that. But if you know that the person is interested to a certain extent and wants to hear about it, there are ways that you can pull them
1: into that. And then being the person, say you're the one not getting married, be flexible. I know it might not be your favorite point of conversation at the time because that's not the life stage you're in, but also that's a huge important factor in their life right now. So it is important to validate their thoughts and priorities at this time of their life too. Even though it's something that you might think, wow, that's so boring. They're thinking about what color flowers to get. That's really important to them at this point. So appease them too.
0: Yeah. And I think all of these problems can be solved by going back to our very first episode, which is about how to balance the conversation. As long as you're not monopolizing the conversation talking about yourself and you're listening to what the other person has to say, none of these things that we're saying to avoid will happen.
1: With a touch of empathy. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah.
0: Another don't is let's say you're, you've been friends with someone for a long time and now you find yourselves at different points in your life and one person is further in their career or has a family or something and the other person doesn't, try not to resort to reminiscing about the past because then your friendship can't grow. Yes, it's fine. Bring up memories from high school and college and your childhood every once in a while, but if every time you talk to that person, it's just like, oh my gosh, remember back when, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're not going to grow in that Friendship. So try to find other things that you have in common. So other interests that you have. And sometimes you'll find you you will outgrow friendships, and that's okay. But I think please that refer to often, our
1: friendship series.
0: Exactly. But sometimes people give up a little prematurely just because they think, "Oh, that
1: person has a baby. I'm not going to be friends with them anymore." Yes and if you only reminisce and think about things that happened in the past you're you're making your relationship stagnant and you're not giving credit where credits due to thinking about your own life, you're not giving, you're not prioritizing yourself or that other person. So you're minimizing your experiences and saying, oh, that's not important to this person. I can't talk about it. We have to talk about things in the past and you're mm-hmm. not giving credit to their things that they're prioritizing. And so it makes it's making them not feel as good. So it's, it's stunting the growth of your relationship, like Trisha said. Yeah. So let's say you have a friend
0: who just had a baby and now all they seem to be able to talk about is their baby. What are I'm just trying to think through this because that's probably the most common comment that I hear is that you know those friendships kind of dwindle. And so let's think about it. How what are strategies we can use to relate to someone who's just had a child and now that's their whole focus?
1: So and that's a valid thing. The child has to be your whole focus, right? Like a lot of mm-hmm. times in that person's life. That The child is number one (laughs) in those Mm -hmm. early life stages. Hopefully more too, but you know what I mean. So number one, acknowledging that this is going to be something that your friend is going to be talking about a lot. And it's not bad. That's okay that that is a huge focus in their life right now. I think that's number Mm -hmm. one because I think a lot of people can get bitter around like, well, I'm not important anymore. Yeah, there is a new Mm -hmm. priority in this person's life, right? Yeah, acknowledging that and then...
0: Accepting it and going in prepared that you want to hear about that part of the person's life.
1: Yeah. So even if you hate babies, hate children, you love your friend, hopefully. Or that's like the, a good
0: mm. mm-hmm. No, that's a good point too. Let's say that this other person had a baby and you never want kids. You're going to damage your friendship if you say, oh, I would never grab kids. I don't know how you're doing that. Or, or like, I would never get married and your person just got married. Your friend just got married. It's okay to have that opinion, but be careful in the way that you communicate that, because you still want to accept and support your friend's decision, and that's also a reason why those transitions can be an ending point for a lot of friendships. If one person says, oh, you're the kind of person who wants to get married and have a family, like, I'm going to be a bachelor my whole life, like, that's, you don't have to, you can say it in a way that's still supportive and loving say, okay, that's not my lifestyle, but totally fine. I am happy that you're happy and let's talk about all these other things that we have in common because we were friends for a reason.
1: And if you, yeah, and if you do end up saying something like, oh, I hate kids or I would never get married, every interaction going forward, the person who is in that different life stage is going to feel judged by you and that's never going to make a situation grow.
0: Yeah. I think my main strategy or my main tip for... Relating to someone in that case, the having a child is, again, just thinking about the other things that you have in common and maybe finding ways you can incorporate the baby to your current activities. You can still talk about other things and you can still tell people about the restaurants you went to and the experiences you have and the people that you're meeting, but it's going to take some flexibility on both sides. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And core being, make sure you still are... Happy for your friend and genuinely showing empathy in whatever regard. Like, really happy for you having a baby or the other way around. I'm really happy that you're still, like, you're living your life being single. If if the person Mm -hmm. having a baby is talking to another person. Yeah. So find neutral grounds to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you think those should be our take-home or do you think we should do more general take-homes?
0: My take-home is... To think of a person in your life that is at a different life stage than you are and reach out to them and ask them about something that you know you both have in common, but that is a present situation so you're not reaching out to them saying remember when blah 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 maybe reach out to them and say hey have you read any good mystery novels lately because that's something you used to connect on or hey have you made any good cookies lately or something that you had in common reach out to them even if you're just reaching out to say hey how's everything going but try to steer the conversation in a direction where you're not focusing on the divide that you now feel between you because of that different chapter that you're in but trying to
1: re-establish that common connection. I think that's a great one. My take home would be going back to the very beginning. And again, I feel like this is a lot of my takeaways on episodes, but think about yourself and do some Mm -hmm. self-reflecting and seeing what life stage you're at and celebrate it, figure out a way to connect to yourself, celebrate the life stage you're in and embrace it. So then when you are connecting with other people that may be in different life stages, you are embodying positivity and happiness and celebrating your own personal growth in whatever way it might be. That's so important because once you're
0: completely confident and secure with where you are, you're not going to compare yourself to other people in a negative way. You're just going to be able to connect with anyone because you're so
1: satisfied with you. Which is something that I have been working on for completely, I think, since I was... Five or six, but... It's a life journey. <laughs> life journey, yes. But these are fun, small... Not fun. These are not fun. These are small steps you can do to get there. Eventually, we're all working at it. And I am by no means there. So don't think we're done it. we have done anything.
0: <laughs> no, it is. But if, you, if you're if you comfortable with where you are, maybe it's just one aspect of your life. You're comfortable being single then Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be
1: afraid to be friends with married people because they're just people that are in a different part of their journey. Exactly. Maybe you're comfortable with going back to school. You're comfortable with the job you have. You're comfortable with the amount of money you're making. You're comfortable with where you live. Things like that. That's something we didn't talk about with people in
0: school versus work. But
1: anyway, think about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much. This has been a really fun topic to talk about, and I think it's a really – it's one that sparks a lot of conversation and thought. So if you have any of those, email us at lostartofcommunication@gmail.com, at gmail.com. Message us on Instagram, Lost Art of Message or comment on Facebook, Lost Art of And finally, one of the biggest ways you can help us out is by leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. Just rating and reviewing and just letting us know your thoughts. Because we really appreciate getting some listener interaction. Thank you very much
0: and enjoy connecting with your old friends. Yay!